Folks, you, do you believe, this is David opposed the Matrix, first of all, and it's um, almost 8 o'clock at night here on the 17th of January, and do you believe that for everything that goes bad, something good happens? Well, I don't know, life is pretty well borne that out to me, so sometimes even more than one good thing happens, and also it goes the other way around sometimes, too, if for every good thing that happens, you have two or three things that kind of uh, cancel it out, but anyway... This time, uh, let me explain what happened. When I, I'm doing this show a second time, but oh, thankfully the first show was only six minutes long. Um, I have this crazy, crazy. Um, it's called the Focusrite box that I use, um, and it helps my voice sound more radioish, uh, and it does a lot of other things too. But um, and it works really good with this microphone. But um, this thing for some reason has a habit of shutting the mic off and uh dumb me i should check it before i start broadcasting but you know uh what do they say third time's the charm well with me it's like uh, the thousand times the charm okay so i'll probably end up doing this show over another show but a show over a couple times um before i finally get it right so anyway that's enough with denigrating myself (laughs) Shows you I'm humble, I guess, huh? So, anyway, man, oh man, what a what a world we live in, huh? Now the Republicans are trying to do stuff in Congress, and they can't do it because the Democrats are doing this, and Biden says, I'm not going to veto anything that comes to my desk, and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Just goes to show you that these people do not try to help the American people. Oh, then you got the rhinos, you know, who really aren't for anybody but themselves because they they claim to be Republicans, but they vote Democrat. And that's, um, I don't know, that's queer, if anything else. Uh, queer in its traditional sense of the word, okay? Um, so tonight we're going to talk about the sound of the fallen ones, a, uh, a possible cure for spike proteins, and is there a Gitmo 2? <laughs> Gitmo 2. Rocky 2, Gitmo 2, yeah, okay. All right, so um, the sound of the following is we're going to talk about a, a sound that's coming out of a cave um, that's in the bank of the Euphrates River. Um, we're going to talk about a possible cure for spike proteins, uh, and it's in uh, tablet form and also in uh, one part's in tablet form and another one's in um, food that you eat, okay? This is good news, and the tablet stuff is over the counter, okay. All right, and we're going to talk about is there a Gitmo 2, which would make a lot of sense. Um, And we'll go into reasons why that would make a lot of sense. So anyway, uh, so with the the sound of the fallen ones, um, what precipitated this? Okay, there's a scripture. And you know, when I I screwed up, I should have gotten into... um, I'm going to do it right now. Okay. Uh, Blue Letter Bible. So many times you just got to type in B and it comes up. How's that, huh? Yeah, everlasting chains, I think. Oh, boy. In Jude, uh, chapter 1, verse 6, talking about the angels that rebelled. And this is, I think, specifically talking about the angels that came down to add relations with women, 
which is talked about in um, Genesis chapter 6 and also extensively in the book of First Enoch. Uh, and it says, The angels which kept not their first estate, but left their habitation, he hath reserved into everlasting chains under darkness until the judgment of the great day. Okay, why is that so interesting? Because it might show that the judgment of the great day is close. And it continues, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Strange flesh is that means that you don't sleep with your, your own gender. Uh, if you do, that's strange flesh. Okay. Okay. Likewise, also these filthy dreamers of the flesh despise dominion and speak evil of dignities. Uh, when, yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him rel of accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. Okay, anyway. So we see the angels are, um, are put into the, a bottomless pit or a very dark place. Uh, with chains, okay? Remember the chain part. It's going to be very important when we listen to this audio. All right, next, let's go ahead and uh, I think, therefore I am. No, I think it's in um, Revelation chapter 12. If I remember this right, I am going to just be really happy. Revelation 12, Okay. Okay, the male child, the angel arch archangel, let's see. Okay. Okay, let's see. It's the woman with the child. Uh, the angel archangel Michael fighting against the dragon. Well, I guess I got it wrong. But anyway, in Revelation, it talks about um, he loosed the... Uh, they dried up the river Euphrates, or the river Euphrates dried up, and to make a way for the kings of the east, and um, and the angels were let loose at that time. The ones that, uh, I think there's four of them, four angels that uh, transgressed against the Yahweh. Um, okay, so now we got that scripture out of the way, and um, a further, a better understanding of where we're going here. Um so anyway, these people are, I don't know who they are. Um, in the video, they don't stand there and go, hey, you know, my name's Bob, and this is Joan, and uh, Bob Carrollton and Alice right here, you know, and only somebody from the 60s would know what I was talking about there. Um, you know, we're here, and we're walking the bed of uh, the Euphrates, and we're going to go over to this cave. No, there's nobody like that in the video that I saw anyway. But you do see a hand there. <laughs> So it proves that somebody human was there, and the hand had five fingers, which means it was a real human. Anyway, they go over to this cave, and uh, and you start hearing this noise, and it's not a noise; it's actually it's actually voices moaning or yelling out. Um, and uh, the person, oh, I can't remember now. We'll we'll see, and we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay, we'll listen to it, talk about it afterwards. Um, and then the person that's in the video reaches down his hand his hand into this little hole like he's going to try to dig it out. And I'm like, no, you're not the one that's loosing the angels. <laughs> An angel from heaven is going to come down and loose the angels. So get your fingers out of there. 
you know, it'd be really freaky if uh, another hand came out and grabbed his hand and pulled him in there. So, oh, that would be gross, huh? But uh, anyway, I got to kick my shoes off and get comfortable, folks. It's been a long day. Okay. So anyway, so the voices from coming from the cave. All right. So you're going to hear chains, too. So I'm going to go ahead now and play this audio. And um, Lord willing, in the creek don't rise, that is. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go to music and let's go to here. Okay, you ready for this? All right, here we go. It takes a second for it to start up, so. I, I was playing it earlier. Here we go. Here we go. Now, bear in mind, folks, those guys have been, the, those angels, excuse me, have been in that cave in the, or whatever it is, and it's, it's really dark in there, I'm assuming, uh, in chains since the flood of Noah. Okay? <laughs> That's how long they've been in there. And um, you know dang well that they're not happy, and when they get out of there, they're going to, well, they'll do what they're allowed to do, but they're going to make sure that they do it to the highest extent of their possibility. And their capableness, you know. So, anyway, uh, did you hear Agaroth? First he says Agaroth, and then he says it with a little more accentuation in his voice. Agaroth! You know, and then, then you, it was, it's almost like there's two of them there yelling it out. Okay, which I think there was two, because there's four altogether. The other two are probably chilling somewhere. Um, but anyway... <laughs> That didn't go the way I wanted it to go, <laughs> chilling somewhere. Anyway, so they're they're kind of kicked back while the other two are crying out for Agaroth, whoever that is. Now, if you want to go ahead and look for that, I'd really appreciate it. If if you found it, you let me know what you find. Um, I don't know if it's H-E-A-R-O-T-H. Usually when, um, when something has Roth in it, um, behind it in Hebrew, I mean, it's a plural, okay? And uh, like Ashtart, okay. In Hebrew, the uh, when they worship, they worship the Ashtarot. In other words, it was more. It was a whole group of Ast um, Ashtars, um, Ast Astaras, and um, so anyway, uh, he's calling for. Maybe that's the name of the holy angel that's going to let them out. Maybe they know that and they're just calling for him. You know. 
Uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting, and we'll never know this, but it would be interesting to know if they've been yelling that out all the time or only since the um, Euphrates has dried up. And uh, the thing about this, folks, and what's really creepy and is that that shows that if this is real, which I, I tend to believe it is, it shows that we're really close to the end times. I mean, we're in it. Okay, we've been in the end times since Yeshua died on the cross. Okay, and rose again. Um, but um, it's, it's the end of the end, the very end of the end. And um, which should... <laughs> You know, if I wasn't a believer and I heard this and I knew that scripture, what it said, my goodness, I'd be on my knees crying on the floor um, asking for forgiveness. But uh, maybe there's some believers out there that you should be doing that, too. It's never a bad idea to humble yourself before the Lord and ask for forgiveness because all of us are messed up in one way or another, I would say. Wouldn't you? Okay. So. Anyway, that pretty well killed that subject. <laughs> okay. Now, um, I'm going to, yeah, let's just do that. Oh, Vault. Okay. Um, bear with me just a second, if you would. And I'm going to see, let's see, share video, share screen. I'm going to get the screen ready to go um, so that we can, uh, boy. I don't see it. Oh, share screen. Window. Oh, that's weird. Okay, Chrome tab. Hmm, interesting. This is totally opposite of what I'm used to with the other program. You're a really good audience for putting up with me with this. Um, ah, there it is, Google Earth. All right. Share. Okay. And we will share that when uh, when the time is right, okay. But for now, we'll just uh, good, okay. So, okay, a possible cure for spike proteins. If this is true, folks, this is a second lease on life for every believer, but for everyone that took the spike protein. Okay, in the form of the, the uh, COVID-19 uh, jab. And uh, I don't know if it'll help the people that got the J&J &J and everything like that, but uh, for the mRNA vaccines, this might be the answer. Okay. Uh, I want to start out by saying I'm not a doctor, neither am I a pharmacist, but I know how to read. I was a pharmacy tech for 25 years, so I know my way around that field. And... Um, that having been said, I will, um, all the things that I'm about to read to you, I want you to study yourself and not make any decisions without talking to your doctor. And um, having said that, then we can jump into this uh, breakthrough nutrition. Okay. And natural news. Natural news has some good news for a change. Hey, we, you know, actually they have lots of good news. It's just <laughs> I kind of cherry pick through it to find stuff for the show. Okay. The title of the article is Breakthrough Nutritional Solutions Discovered That May Halt Clotting and Unfold Spike Proteins Ooh. by Mike Adams, uh, published uh, today, January 17th, 2023. 
Okay, and I always love to read the tabs. Tab, uh, nutrition, alternative medicine, bromelain, clotting, cures, good health, good medicine, licorice root, mRNA, natural cures, natural medicine, pandemic, prevention, remedies, spike, protein, um, supplements, and vaccines. Okay. Those are the words, the key words that you could put this whole article together just with those, to some extent anyway. And I'd like to thank Mike Adams because he posts some really neat stuff. So thanks, Mike, and thanks for Natural News. And I hope that, you know, you just like the fact that I'm talking to people about Natural News and um, and I'm sharing your stuff because a lot of people don't know about Natural News and... Uh, they will after they listen to this and uh, they'll start checking you out, maybe supporting you too. Oh, speaking of support, hey, um, Opposing a Matrix now has a, a deal on Give, Send, Go at GiveSendGo.com. And if you get on there and look for Opposing a Matrix, if you your heart feels like doing it and you, you feel like uh, this show helps to you or confirms uh, different things to you, please go to give, send, go and give whatever you can, even if it's 50 cents for goodness sakes. Um, but you know, more if you can, <laughs> um, you know, per month. And then uh, we can keep this thing up and running. Maybe we can get, uh, get it to where we can uh, share live and everything else. So uh, the sky's the limit folks. So if you've been helped by imposing a matrix or, like I said, it's confirmed what you've believed or affirmed what you believe. Um, then give us a hand, okay, because we sure could use it. All right. So anyway, getting back to the article, we'll start it now. We have two important findings to share with um, today with about potential nutritional solutions against clotting and spike protein particles. First, a study published in 2021 has suddenly gone viral over the last two days as someone realized it showed how the combination of bromelain um, and acetylcysteine, both commonly known in the supplement industry, may inactivate the spike protein by altering its morphology, rendering it unable to attack cells in the body. Man, this is good news. Uh, I am not sure who first started publicizing this study, but I found it widely posted on brighton.social. The study is titled The Combination of Bromelain and Acetylcysteine, or Bromoc, uh, synergistically inactivates SARS-CoV-2. All right. It was published in a uh, medical journal, or excuse me, yeah, in the journal Viruses and appears on ResearchGate.net as well as other science articles indexing hubs. Uh, the full text of the article is available to the public for free. Ooh, more good news. Um, authored by a group of researchers with uh, Ahmed Mikawi. Uh, the lead researcher, the study looked at how bromelain and acetylcysteine, I keep wanting to call it acetylcholine, so I want to make sure I get it right, so I kind of break up in the center of that word, um, also known as a supplement for N as a supplement NAC, alters the glycoproteins of the spike protein. 
The additional chart shows changes in the opacity of SARS-CoV-2 cell cultures upon exposure to different concentrations of uh, Bromac uh, nutritional combination. Um, the note note that the micro micrograms per milliliter means ppm parts per million. Uh, so these are fairly low concentrations, yet still have a measurably Im- measurable impact. And you can't see it. The people watching the video can see it, but if you're listening, there's A and B, and um, it's showing uh, ratios of um, how people took it and what worked and what didn't work. You know. Um, yeah. Okay. I can't really make it out. You have to. You have to check the article out. Go to um, naturalnews.com and check out the article. So anyway, figure two, cell, cell lysis um, assays demonstrated in uh, vitro activation potential of acetylcysteine and bromine, bromelain, excuse me, combined or bromac um, against SARS-CoV-2. Cell viability was measured by cell straining with neutral red where uh, optical density OD is directly proportional to variable cells. Low OD would signify an important cell lysis due to the virus replication. Okay. And that lysis means death, by the way, cell death or destruction. Okay. Um, the conclusion of the study explains how this combination of bromelain and acetylcysteine alters the structure of the SARS-2, starts COVID, uh, SARS-CoV-2 glycoproteins, rendering them unable to attack human cells, emphasis added. Um, the combination of bromelain and acetylcysteine, or Bromac, uh, synergistically inhibited the infective, inf- 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 oh God, infectivity um, of two SARS-CoV-2 COVID, um, strains uh, cultured on Vero cells. Uh, protein con. Oh, whoever typed this, uh, I don't know. Protein conformation and its molecular properties are dependent on its structural and geo- uh, geometric integrity which are dependable or dependent on both the peptide linkages and the, oh my goodness, they keep putting question marks in there in the middle of the word. And dissolute bridges, I guess. Um, acetylcysteine as a good, as a good reducing agent tends to reduce the disulide Oh, disulfide. Okay. Bridges and hence alter the molecular properties of most proteins. This property has been widely exploited in the development of several therapies. Uh, for instance, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, um, allergic airways diseases, cystic fibrosis, um, pseudomyoma, uh, pertoni, etc., uh, more recent acetylcysteine has been used um, in the development of therapies for respiratory infections such as influenza and COVID-19. 
where the integrity of the spike protein is vital for infection. A hypothesized uh, mechanism of action could be the unfolding of the spike glycoprotein and the reduction of its um, disulfide bonds. And somebody also put it in italicized lettering, too, which is not easy to read. <laughs> Matter of fact, it looks like the rest of the article, or most of it's that way. Anyway, um, so it what it does is it tweaks the uh, protein so that it can't get into the cell and kill the cell. Um, I know that uh, they were talking about uh, ACE2 receptors, if you remember that, how... Um, the uh, protein binds itself to ACE2 receptors, and that's how it gets into the cell. So people that were on ACE2 inhibitors, um, I would expect, would have uh, done much better if they caught um, COVID-19 than people that weren't on it. Uh, because you'd be blocking those receptors, and even if the virus stuck to it, it wouldn't make any difference because the, the uh, receptor would become um, null and void, basically. Um, or it would go on to the receptor before the virus got there, and it would make it impossible for the virus to bond to it. Okay. I'm trying to figure out where I was now. Okay. Uh, true strategy. Okay. Uh, a direct mechanical action against the spike protein is a different treatment strategy in comparison to most of the existing antiviral drugs, which prevents viral entry in host cells rather than targeting the rep replication machinery. Bromac acts as a biochemical agent to destroy complex glycoproteins. Uh, bromelades, multi, uh, multipotent uh, enzymatic competencies, dominated by the ability to disrupt glycosidic link linkages, uh, usefully complement acetylcysteine's strong power to reduce disulfide bonds. Whew, man, I'll be glad when this one's over. Uh, the potential of Bromac on SARS-CoV-2 spike in an envelope protein stabilized by disulfide bonds was examined and found to induce the unfolding of the replicant spike and uh, envelope proteins by reducing disulfide stabilizer bridges. Bromac also shown, showed um, an inhibitory effect on wild-type and spike mutant SARS-CoV-2 by an activation um, of its replication capacity in vitro, in the lab, that is. Um, hence, Bromac may be an effective therapeutic agent for early SARS-CoV-2 infection despite mutations and even have a potential as a prophylactic in people with high-risk infect for infection. Importantly, it should be noted that these tests were carried out in vitro um, and there have not been any human clinical trials on this combination that I'm aware of since NIH would never fund anything other than big pharma drugs and vaccine research. Consider the information presented here as theoretical route for action that warrants further exploita uh, exploita exploration. Um, nevertheless, given the bromelain and acetylcysteine are widely consumed as natural supplements right now and are ready and available and affordable, uh, these solutions warrant consideration as low-cost, low-risk interventions 
that may prove to help save lives. And there's uh, something by Dr. Brian Artis. Uh, Dr. Artis is amazing. Now, you ought to look him up on, uh, well, not YouTube, but on Rumble. Um, he's got some very interesting things to say about the validity of uh, the COVID-19 virus and the efficacy of the um, the vaccine, supposed vaccine. Okay, so Dr. Brian Artis reveals the potential solution to halt artificially induced fibrogen clotting. Yesterday, I joined Dr. Brian Artis on the Baal Busters. It's spelled B-A, hyphen, uh, B-A comma A-L, like the ancient gods. Baal Busters show uh, to talk about solutions. About 30 minutes into the show, Dr. Artis unveiled a short presentation that shows how uh, glycerhizin, an active constituent of licorice root, was found to strongly impede venom peptide induced fibrogen clotting, which can happen in the blood. Okay, so it uh, impeded the clotting. You can watch that full interview on this link on brighton.com. Okay. As I pointed out in the interview, that drug or that compound is also known to protect the liver from Tylenol toxicity, which is um, acetaminophen. Uh, this, it is one of the more potent molecules in both Western herbal medicine as well as traditional Chinese medicine. I cover this um, and much more in today's Situation Update podcast. Um, and there's a whole list of things that he's talking about on the broadcast. So, uh, wow, quite an extensive list. But uh, anyway, that has that basically shows you folks that um, this combination might actually be uh, a cure or an inhibitor at least. Okay. Now, you're probably going, what are these things? <laughs> you know? And I would ask the same thing if I were you. And I happen to look up this stuff, okay? And um, I want to share you with you. Now, bromelain can be bought over the, uh, can be found in certain foods, actually. And acetylcysteine can be found um, on the uh, shelf of uh, where your vitamins and stuff are. Okay, so let's look at bromelain. You're going to be crack up when you hear where it's from. The common names are bromelain, pineapple enzyme, I gave it away, pineapple extract. Latin names are pineapple plant, um, ananascomosis. Ananascomosis. I'm not starting to speak in tongues, folks. It's ananascomosis. <laughs> okay, background. Bromelain is a group of enzymes. See, it's enzymes that fight enzymes. Found in the fruit of the stem of the pineapple plant. Pineapple is native to America, but is now grown throughout the world and in tropical and subtropical tropical regions. Historically, natives of the Central and South America used pineapple for a variety of ailments, such as digestive disorders. Bromelain is promoted as a dietary supplement for reducing pain and swelling, especially of the nose, sinuses, gums, and other parts of the body after surgery or injury. It is also promoted for osteoarthritis. Ooh, I have to look into that. Cancer, digestive problems, and muscular soreness. Tropical bromelade is promoted for burns. Uh, how much do we know? There have been a small number of studies that use bromelade for sinusitis, 
symptoms of which include nasal swelling. Uh, several studies have looked at the use of bromelate for removing dead skin from burns and, the, and for pain and other symptoms after wide wisdom tooth surgery. Boy, I could have used that. Uh, little research has been done on other uses for bromelain. All right. So basically, it's from pineapple juice. <laughs> so now I like to combine things. So you can combine the pineapple juice with a lot of things, right? Or, or you could just eat pineapple chunks or go out and buy yourself a pineapple and cut it up. That's one of my favorite fruits, actually. I love pineapples. Um, I could drink pineapple juice till the cows come home. And while I'm drinking it, hope the cows never come home. Okay. Now, acetylcysteine. When I was working in pharmacy, acetylcysteine was used um, in combination with some of the uh, other um, things for the lungs, you know, the inhalers. Uh, one particular one, I can't remember it right now. It starts with a C. But um, used to uh, put those two together into the little inhaler machines, you know, that you breathe through and... I was here to help people that had asthma. Okay. All right. Acetylcysteine. Generic name, acetylcysteine oral. Uh, <clears throat> brand names, NAC, N-A-C, cysteine. <clears throat> Dosage form, oral capsule, 500 milligram, 600 milligram, oral tablet, 600 milligram. Drug classes, antidotes and mucolytics. Oh, muco... Um, Mucolex, I think it was the name of the drug. Anyway, I know it doesn't start with a C. Jeez. Um, what is acetylcysteine? Acetylcysteine is used to help prevent or lessen liver damage caused by taking large quantities of Tylenol. Uh, there are other brands and forms of acetylcysteine available, and some can be purchased over the counter. Not all forms of acetylcysteine are effective as the acetaminophen uh, antidote. Um, do not attempt to treat acetamin overdose without medical advice. Very good words. Acetylcysteine may also be used for purposes not listed in this medication guide. Okay, now here's the uh, caveat, okay, folks? Before taking this medicine, you should not use acetylcysteine if you're allergic to it. Duh. Um, in po if possible, before you receive acetylcysteine, tell your caregiver if you've ha ever had a stomach ulcer, stomach bleeding or bleeding in your esophagus, esophageal, it's known as esophageal varices, um, high blood pressure, or if you are on a low-salt diet, congestive heart failure, or kidney disease. Ask your doctor before using acetylcysteine if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. In an emergency, you may not be able to tell caregivers if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. Make sure any doctor caring for your pregnancy or your baby knows you received this medication. That's just good words. Uh, how should I take acetylcysteine? Use exactly as directed on the label or prescribed by your doctor. Do not take acetylcysteine at home if you don't ha understand all instructions. All right. What happens if I miss a dose? Take the medicine as soon as you can. Uh, what happens if I overdose? Seek emergency medical attention to call Poison Helpline at 1 800 222 1222. What shall I avoid while taking acetylcysteine? Follow your doctor's instructions for any restrictions on beverage, food, or activities. Okay, let's get into the meat and potatoes here. 
side effects. See, I want you folks to know all this. So you go in and buy that stuff if you're going to buy it and you know everything it can do. That way you can't blame me for anything. You can't blame your doctor for anything if anything goes wrong. And if, you know, if you have to go to get some help for, for it, you know, you just tell them what you've been taking. So, but this kind of helps to educate you and me for, to some extent on the, on the good things and bad things. Um, get emergency help if you have signs of allergic reactions such as hives, difficulty breathing, swelling of your face, lips, tongue, or throat. I feel like I'm doing a commercial for this stuff on TV. You ever see those commercials? Uh, yeah, the worst uh, thing that you can do is die. Uh, you know, in the commercials, not here. Uh, settled cysteine may cause serious side effects. Call your doctor at once if you have severe or ongoing vomiting, coughing up blood or vomit that looks like coffee grounds. Uh, that is unless you eat coffee grounds. I don't know anybody that does. Um, signs that medicine may not be working is upper stomach pain. Uh, loss of appetite, dark urine, clay-colored stools, jaundice, yellowing of the skin or eyes. Common side effects of acetylcysteine may include nausea, vomiting, upper uh, uh, stomach, rash, or fever. Okay. And this is the big one right here. Um, other drugs that will affect acetylcysteine. Okay. No matter what drug you take, folks, there's always going to be uh, something that interacts with it. Uh, very few drugs have that. Uh, uh, Tylenol doesn't have that problem, except certain people can't take it. Um, so I happen to pull up this page, and um, I really can't do much with this page except to tell you that it's there. And this is um, drugs.com forward slash drug interaction, drug dash interactions forward slash acetylcysteine, forward slash, uh, no, for, excuse me, forward slash acetylcysteine.html. And they have a little thing here. You can type your drug in that you take, and it'll tell you. Um, medications known to interact with acetylcysteine. Charcoal. Uh, isophamide, whatever that is. Um, insulin inhalation or rapid-acting insulin. Uh, acetylcysteine disease interactions. There are four disease interactions with acetylcysteine, which include hepatic encephalopathy, asthma, fluid overload, or gastric hemorrhage. Very good page. Um, anyway, yeah, so you can go there at drugs.com and um, type in acetylcysteine. A-C-E-T-Y-L-C-Y-S-T-E-I-N-E. Acetylcysteine. <laughs> Did I pass the spelling bee? Okay. So now, let's um, look at the possibility of there being a uh, version two of um, version two of um, Guantanamo. Why would this? Why would you want a version two of Guantanamo or Guantanamo two? Well, lots of reasons. If there is a civil war going on between and within the military, which there any every indication proves there is, um, then you would want a facility that your other side doesn't know about. Um, it seems like the U.S. Navy is the one that's spearheading this white hat white hat thing, um, although some generals are involved. Turn off 
And, um, <laughs> okay, um, some generals are involved, though, but the Marine Corps is another, and the Marine Corps is really a part of the Navy, so, you know. Anyway, um, where am I going with this? Okay, so everybody knows that a Guantanamo exists. I know, especially us older folks, you know, we, we've known about Guantanamo since uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis and even before. Um, it's been a, a military base, God knows when. I think over 100 years. Uh, I think you're talking about on <laughs> maybe after uh, Teddy Roosevelt stormed up San Juan Hill, you know, or remember the Maine. I wonder if the Maine, that's where the Maine was sunk, you know, USS Maine. But um, so anyway, yeah, the whole military knows about it. So if they wanted to put an end to you, they'd just... Uh, attack Guantanamo 1. That's it. Which indications are that they've tried it already. I've read the articles. Um, why else would you want to have it? Well, you're going to run out of room at Guantanamo 1, so you're going to need Guantanamo 2. Um, plus, it would be a lot easier. You'd be really out of the public eye if, uh, if you had another facility, especially if it was way out in um, BF Egypt, you know? Uh, so what I've heard is that the second facility is, um, in Tierra del Fuego down in uh, South America. Now, I'd like to, when I hear things like this, the first thing I'd usually do is hop onto Google earth and look, and, uh, to this day, I haven't found anything. Um, there's uh, Argentina has a couple of uh, one very small uh, naval outpost, which is basically a building. And then if you go farther west in Argentina, um, I'll, I'll show you because uh, I have uh, Google Earth pulled up. And uh, let's uh, why don't we just do that right now? OK, there's Google Earth. All right. Let's see if I can make myself tiny here. There we go. All right, so let me go to this page, and we can uh, we can explore on Google Earth. All right, so let me zoom out to show you where we are. There's the tip of South America, and you notice that Argentina comes down here, follow my mouse, and then jumps down here and takes over a little bit of this big peninsula here. Okay, the rest of this is Chile. All right. Um, it, it must be Chile because look at all the snow on the mountains. <laughs> if you laughed at that, thank you. Um, all right. So if you go down here. Now, what I did is I checked out this island right here. And why am I just looking at Argentina? Well, Argentina, I think, would uh, would want to work out with us on something like this. They're not too happy. They, they've had a history of bad leaders for, for uh, decades, if not centuries. And um, maybe this would be an impetus to help them clean up their mess, too, that they got down there. Um, okay, so you have the, um, the Isle of uh, Estados. <clears throat> and I thought that was kind of interesting because uh, when you look at the United States, it's Estados Unidos, the States United. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, where was I? Okay, back there. 
And I got fooled. I got suckered in because there's a little bay here. Uh, where is that little bay? La -dee -da 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 right here. You know, I would, I would love to just put a house on one of these islands and just, you know, there's illusion resistance from Tierra del Fuego is live. Okay. The other day, this is a different picture than what I saw. Uh, that's not the bay I'm talking about. I got to go over here. I got suckered in because there wasn't this here. This is obviously a wave breaking. See, I can even get suckered in on this stuff, okay? And the one I was looking at had this. This is all cleared out here. So this vegetation is uh, just in about a year has uh, has um, has grown over, or maybe two years. But I saw this thing right here, and that's all that was there. And it was shaped a little different. And I'll be darned if it didn't look like uh, lights down there almost like an entrance to a, an underground facility so anyway um i was suckered in and i fell for it but i'm glad i figured it out before it got on the air tonight it would have made a real donkey out of myself um but this island is kind of interesting i wouldn't mind kind of checking it out in person this this part of the world has always um, amazed me it really has okay uh, go out farther, show you where we are, because we're right here. And this is a waterway right here. It looks almost like it goes all the way through. It doesn't, though. It ends right in here. But um, anyway, so I follow, uh, right around here is where that little, um, no, it's down here, actually. And it's a little thing, and it's called, like, the uh, the end of the world or something like that. And so then I follow things up here, and then there is a town with a naval base right here. I don't see any indication that the United States military is there. I don't see any American jets. Um, there's a, This is very similar to the picture I had the other day. You can see that there's a, looks like an Airbus sitting there. Uh, looks like they have what three gates maybe one two three okay and um and then you know, like i said they have a nice airport there it's an international airport so it's pretty long uh again no indication that there are any american uh any american anything let alone cars um I can't tell. It's too fuzzy to tell what kind of cars they drive down there. I don't know. There may be some American cars here um, or South American cars. Okay. Anyway, uh, waste of time on that. Ooh, what was that? Uh, never mind. That looks interesting. Oh, it's a power station. Okay. Wow, beautiful country. Okay, and then this is a big area here. Look at this thing. Right? It's it's quite large. So you saw the airport. And then we have 
what they call a Navy base. Okay, you can see there's like three patrol boats there. I don't know what that thing is. That looks almost like a destroyer or a cruiser. See the gun there, gun emplacement. Another one back here. And this, I don't know. Uh, let's see, if that's a frigate, then that's a cruiser or a destroyer. This could be a, a guided missile destroyer. Very few guns on it. So anyway, they do have a naval base down there. But again, I don't see any American ships. I don't see any American airplanes, any American helicopters. So if this is where Gitmo 2 is, they're keeping it really, really quiet. See, we can down look at here. This is a ferry. These are all ferries that go across to uh, or down to um, the other side of the waterway here. Nothing that looks American. Or let me put it out because these people are Americans. They're in South America. What's this? A St. Christopher. What is that? Uh, oh, it's a wreck. I think. Tourist attraction in Argentina. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Um, anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even if you go over here, you don't see anything that is remotely looks uh, naval. A lot of fishing boats, which would be expected. And that's it. So if there is a Gitmo 2 in De Terra del Fuego, I would really be surprised. And it, either that or it's hidden very, very well. <laughs> and it would have probably have to be a U.S. Navy base. So... Um, beautiful country look at this there's, there's glaciers that come out to the water beautiful glaciers and there's nothing weird under the sea by the by the coasts it's uh, brian and i always look there because you can find a multitude of things as a matter of fact here let's check this out I, this isn't germane to what we're talking about here but the germans have nothing to do with this anyway but <laughs> Boy, I'm coming out with a bunch of corny jokes tonight. All right, let's look at Los Angeles. Specifically Long Beach. And if it's still there, if they haven't cleaned it up. Huh. All right, it's Los Angeles. Got to look down here farther, I think. No? Oh, did they remove it? I think they scrubbed the image. Sorry if I'm making you sick by moving things around so fast, but uh, what we found... Oh, yeah, yeah, come on, right about here. Yeah, there it is. Look at this structure under the water. Right angles everywhere. Right? Right angle, right angle, right angle, right angle, right angles. The right angle, right angle. Then over here... 90 degrees. Well, it looks like about 100 degrees there. That does not look natural. Okay. And Brian lives somewhere over here. Lord knows where. But um, 
Anyway, he uh, says that he lives up on a hill and he's able to see. Uh, he's able to see UFOs a lot flying out here. Okay, I see they even have oil rigs out there. I bet you Governor Newsom doesn't like that. That would stand for American progress. Okay. Anyway, that's just a kind of an idea to show you that that's what Brian do a lot and I do a lot of times. We go to go here and kind of cruise around and see what's there and and they've really got the topography underwater um, straightened out. Except for here, you can see the fracture zone here around Oregon, here, 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 and here. So, anyway, well, let's see. Oh, we're almost up to an hour already. My goodness, time flies when you're having fun. All right, let's unshare. Okay, this program is a lot better when it comes to sharing stuff, trust me. Trust me. So, anyway, folks, I think I'm going to get ready to wrap it up. So, we've uh, looked at three different things today. And um, check out, if, if you've gotten a shot, check out what I I got into here, the bromelain and the acetylcysteine. And um, I'd be interested to know how it works for people. You know, myself, I don't have, I never got the shot, so I don't know. But, um it's um, it's a hope. And uh, whenever there's hope, that makes things a lot better. It makes, um, makes you know that uh, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully. And, uh, and it's not the big light you see when you die either. But um, so keep that in prayer if you pray. And, um, you know, I, I talked to Brian, and there is a possibility... <laughs> possibility that he might be here on Thursday okay the man is really really busy folks he's one of the busiest people I've ever seen in my entire life so um, that's why when he says you know I don't know if I can do this I'm like hey that's cool I got it don't worry about it so yeah we'll see if he'll be here uh, we're we're gonna try to talk about a subject that um, well, you know, I'm going to make it a surprise. Okay. So now you have to come to see. So again, I'm going to beseech you. Um, if uh, if you're able to go to givesendgo.com and look for uh, Opposing the Matrix. And we could uh, really use your help. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to browbeat you or anything else. Boy, I've gone to churches for years with a... Oh, my goodness. You know, you're a sinner if you don't give. Uh, you know, you're, oh, you didn't give 10%, so you didn't give a tithe. Well, you know, I I did, you know, $500 worth of plumbing work in your basement. Well, that's just an offering. It's not a tithe. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't like being browbeaten. I'll never do that to you. Okay. So the clock on the wall is uh, saying it's getting close to 9 o'clock here. And uh, we have been on for 55 minutes, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. So I hope you enjoyed the show today and that um, that you um, maybe got something out of it. 
again, if you uh, research any of this material, let me know. Um, I'd also like to know from you what you think about realrawnews.com. Um, I've heard from a lot of liberal sources that say that, or I've read a lot of liberal sources that say it's it's fake news, it's, um, you know, you name it. And uh, and that may be so, but uh, some of the stuff that they publish is verifiable, and uh, that makes me think that maybe all their stuff is verifiable. Um, for instance, they say that the author um, states right on the webpage in the About Us section, that it's a parody site. I went to the parody page. It does not say that. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what you people think. I know that a lot of you probably are under the assumption, if you've ever been to the website or heard about it, that it is a parody site. But I, I don't know. And if what they're publishing is true, then, uh, boy, howdy, we're, we got some uh, fireworks coming pretty soon. And... Um, but if you get a chance, go there too, realrawnews.com. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff about Guantanamo and what's happened down there and um, about the White Hats fighting the uh, the deep state. And uh, the recent article is that the general that used to run it was kidnapped by the CIA and that the Marines rescued him. And um, Interesting stuff. And if it is parody, it's making darn good stories, I'll tell you. Um, but uh, anyway... So may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to rise upon you and be gracious unto you. i got to have that grace. May he watch your going out and your coming in. Watch over your going out and coming in. You're rising up and you're lying down. May he bring you peace, the peace that passes all understanding. And unless you've ever had that peace, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Only Yeshua can bring you the peace that passes all understanding. And I think that there's a bunch of us out here, but you listening that need peace these days. So um, may he bring you peace, the peace that passes all understanding. And may he give you the wisdom and knowledge that you he wants you to have. And uh, may you know him, not just know of him, but know him in ways that the world could never dream of. In Yeshua's holy name, amen and amen. Folks, it's been great. Have a uh, wonderful couple of days till we're on again. And uh, be praying that Brian can get things resolved so he can come on, okay? Brian's like a brother to me. I love Brian. And uh, I, I want him to prosper in everything he does. And uh, if he's prospering doing what he's doing right now with um, friends and family, then so be it. Um, but... Um, excuse me folks got something coming on here um so be blessed folks and uh, we'll talk to you on thursday and it's going to be kind of a surprise show i'll you'll know about it when i get on the air okay but it's a really interesting subject so now that i've given you the teaser um god bless talk to you on tuesday or thursday good night everybody